What do you do when the magic is gone? And I'm not just talking about you as the entrepreneur and as the owner, but I'm also talking about your staff and the folks that work for you. I've got some thoughts on what it takes to get over this hump. Stay tuned. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading it. Thanks for coming to hang out, listen to me talk for a little bit about things that are on my mind based on either conversations I'm having or businesses I'm helping or situations and circumstances I find myself in. And I take a few minutes every week just to share these things in hopes that they help somebody else out there who's an entrepreneur running a business, trying to run a business, has a side hustle, whatever the case might be. And the reason I do that is because oftentimes you don't get to hear entrepreneurs talk about the things that are not in the business books and in the fancy magazines and in all of the business coachy, self-promotional content that is out there. Those things are all valuable and they all serve a purpose, but sometimes it's nice just to hear someone talk about maybe more real life things or more practical things that you might be going through, um, just so you can relate. So you can realize that you're not alone, that running a business is hard. Not everybody does it. There's reasons for that. And uh, this podcast maybe is one, one opportunity for you to say, hey, there's somebody else out there that at least understands what I'm going through. And uh, maybe it annoys you, um, some of the things that you might hear me talk about, or maybe it encourages you to keep going, but nonetheless, thank you for tuning in. Uh, After a series of events since last week's episode, I thought this would be an appropriate topic for this week, and uh, it is labeled, When the Magic is Gone, because that seems to be the only way I can explain what I think I see happening with business owners, and more importantly, their teams, and this is not something... Um, I don't think I would have, in history, on other podcast episodes, I think I've alluded to this, but I don't think I've ever included the teams that work for entrepreneurs. And I think because of what's happening with COVID right now, what I'm seeing is that I think entrepreneurs, you know, they have to, you you sort of have to get up every day as an entrepreneur and believe that everything is going to work out just fine. But it can be tough to do that today, I think. I think as you go into your office or you jump on Zoom calls with your staff, I think it can be difficult to continue to have a level of energy that your team uh, feeds off of so that they can go and do what they need to do. And so I think that the magic is, the magic can be gone also with your staff and your staff can be saying to you either directly or indirectly through their actions, but can be saying, look, I'm just, just not feeling this anymore. Don't want to do this. Either it's not enough money, it's not the right opportunity, it's not the right time, want to try something different, yada, 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 yada. So what do you do when the magic's gone? Well, as an entrepreneur, what I have done before and what I tell entrepreneurs to do is to just get reading some stories or start listening to some podcasts or start watching some videos of other entrepreneurs that have made it through difficult times. Um, And you do that because you might find some inspiration. Um, Sometimes your, your hope tank can be emptied out by the challenges that you're facing every single day and you need to kind of fill that hope tank back up and I think that entrepreneurs are inspired by the things around them. I think they're inspired by maybe the reasons they became an entrepreneur. Maybe they become inspired because they saw someone else solve a problem and they think they can solve a problem 
Uh, sometimes they see the freedom that they, the perceived freedom that other entrepreneurs enjoy. And so that ends up becoming motivation for them to do it. But as in what I've always done, I'm, I'm an avid reader of biographies. I have recently, as in the last couple of months, started reading biographies that have to do with fashion of all things. Um, read the house of Gucci, read a book about Coco Chanel. I'm now reading the history of Coca-Cola. And even though I've been reading it Forever. It must be a massive book. It's an ebook, so I don't really know how thick it is. But anyway, I'm just being inspired again because I'm realizing that, you know, nothing is new under the sun. Everything's the same. The world has always had challenges, and maybe they're just more obvious now. Maybe we're just more aware of them. Maybe it's easier to hear about the challenges that the world is facing. But the world's been in some pretty dark times before, some pretty difficult times before. And entrepreneurs have found a way to create value. But this time, On this episode, I also wanted to talk about what do you do when the magic is gone with your staff, when the magic is gone with your team. So you might be able to, you know, get your tank topped back up. You might be able to find a way to become optimistic about the future again or optimistic about what is, uh, what the possibilities are for your business. But it might be your team now that's starting to show fatigue and they're just not into it anymore. And so the first thing I would do is uh, I'm of the philosophy that you got to give everybody a fair shake. And you've got to give people the opportunity to express uh, what they're going through. Um, You have to give people the opportunity to vent their frustrations. And as an entrepreneur, and as a husband and a father, I know the same thing. Sometimes you don't always have to respond. Um, The very act of acknowledging what your team might be going through giving them some space, some real space to bring to your attention whatever is on their mind, good, bad, or otherwise, is really important. And for some staff, you just, you're not going to be able to please them. Um, you know, you probably know in the back of your mind that there are some folks on your team that really don't want to be there. They're there maybe because this is the best thing they've got right now, or it's all they know, or they don't like change or whatever. But there's probably some folks on your team that you're like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they told me they just don't want to be a part of our, our business anymore. And so you just have to you just have to welcome that. And I think, you know, in these types of marketplaces, there are people looking to make changes. So the loss for one business might be a win for another business as people look to change their circumstances and change their environments. But as the entrepreneur, what do you do? I think the first thing that you got to do is you got to, you know, build some goodwill with your team. You got to keep tabs on them. You've got to ask them how they're doing. And I'm finding myself, I tend not to be very um, emotionally switched on when it comes to business because of just sort of what I come to each day with, but I'm learning. Certainly this COVID crisis has helped me to understand that you do need to take those moments with the people that um, you want to invest yourself into, and you have to take the time to figure out what's going on with them. And at the end of the day, if, if, if they're just not a fit for your business anymore, then it's time for them to move on and you should wish them well. You would want them to say to you, uh, or you would want to say to them the things that you wish people would say to you if you were in that same situation. You'd want maybe an opportunity to express yourself. You'd probably want to share with people what's on your mind. And you'd probably um, would hope that they would say great, good luck in the future and keep in touch and let me know how things shake out. But the worst thing that you can do, and this is true of, of everything, and if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know how what I think about this. But the worst thing to do is to do nothing. 
is to just pretend that everyone is happy, to pretend everything is just fine, when in the background you know that that is in fact not the case, and there are items that you are just simply choosing not to address. And it sucks, you know, it sucks to have hard conversations, it sucks to tell people what you really think, It's it sucks to hear people tell you what they really think of you, but if you can create the space for it, if you can make it easy for people to do that, the folks that do remain on your team will be much more grateful for it and will probably be able to, to provide a more meaningful contribution. Um, I've certainly noticed that the level of, of effort has dropped uh, since earlier this year, as I think people are generally just worn out. I don't think we even are, a, 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 I don't even think we can understand the impact that so many things are having on people right now, um, from the political landscape to the financial landscape to the health crisis to the protests to just all the stuff that is going on out in people's lives outside of your business. And if they're on your team and they're contributing to the value that you're trying to create, it seems to me that the best time to, uh, the best way rather to to deal with. Um, a situation where you think the magic might be gone from your relationship with them or the light that they used to have is is dimmed out is to just hit it head on and to figure out what you can do about it, how you can help, if you can help. Sometimes helping just means giving people a space uh, to talk. And I can give you two examples from today, from my own experience. And in the one business, I had someone sort of put their hand up in the air and go, you know, how are we doing? Um, I know you helped navigate us through COVID and here we are and obviously we still have jobs and so things are okay, but are like, we okay? Like, is the business actually okay? And I didn't even realize that the last time I had given an update to our team was uh, about seven weeks ago and normally under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be giving updates that frequently at all, if at all, maybe once or twice a year, three times a year at best. And that's mostly because I have a very transparent uh, management style. I'm very much an open book. And so my expectation is that if, if you know, if I'm sharing and, and being transparent about what I'm doing, that people would probably just sort of connect the dots and go, yeah, I guess we're doing great. But in this particular case, you know, this fellow raised his hand. He just said, yeah, you know, I'm kind of worried. I had to renew my mortgage. And then it got me thinking about my job and geez, COVID. And, you know, I haven't like heard officially that everything is okay and, and I just was caught off guard. So I took a few minutes and gathered the team around and sort of shared our, not at the deepest level, but I shared enough of our financial results to paint a picture that not only were we okay, but we were going to be able to continue to do what we'd been doing before COVID and that life was going to be great. And it was just this, you know, moment and I didn't appreciate it, but I think the guys really appreciated it. I think the folks on our team walked away saying, wow, um, okay, I can breathe. I can, you know, take deeper breaths. I'll put more air in my lungs now and I won't be so anxious and, and worried about uh, what might be happening. And, you know, as managers, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, we can forget that, um, you know, the folks on our team, while they're coming to do a job and contribute to the value that we're trying to create, at the end of the day, they've got their own little bag of worries and something as simple as just sharing in real time where the company is at can go a long way with people. And even if your company's not doing good, I think it's still important to share it because then people can start making plans. I think you want to give, um, or I certainly would want to give people as much notice as I can if there were any big changes coming that I knew about. And as a good leader, I should know about those changes. Um, I should never be catching my team off guard. Um, so there's the one situation. And then the second situation was, you know, I've got these two fellas that work on our, on our, um, uh, uh, production floor and 
um, you know, try to service our customers and one's in tech support and the other one is sort of a, a field guy and, and, uh, a warehouse guy. And anyway, the guy just came to me and he's just super upset. And I said to him, Hey, you know, I took a couple minutes at the end of the day when I knew, you know, the phones weren't ringing for him and he didn't have to respond to anything. And I just sat down and we had a 20 minute conversation about what was going on in his life. And not, you know, with his wife and his kids, because, you know, th- that sort of conversation means that you've built enough trust with someone that they can just talk to you about that. Not everyone's comfortable with that. But I talked to him about work, and he sort of expressed to me some of the dynamics that were frustrating him. And at first, it was, everything's frustrating him. But then as we sort of talked through it, we were able to take something that was really, really big in his mind and shrink it down to something that was way more manageable and something that you know, after tonight, he's going to go home and think about it and come and see me tomorrow. And I imagine he's going to say, you know, really what it was is I just needed a, a way to just share what I was going through and, and kind of what I was thinking. And thank you for listening, because as I heard myself talk, I realized that maybe these things in my mind aren't as as pressing as they might appear to be. So thanks for that. So there's two examples right there of what I think happens when as an entrepreneur, you think the magic is gone. You can see it all around you and you're you're wrestling with what do you do? Uh, I think the first thing you do is you you fill your tank, get inspired again, try to remember why you're doing what you're doing and what you're working towards, even if your circumstances are terrible. Find some examples, um, or one suggestion is to find some examples of other folks that have been in your situation and what they were able to do with it. Once you've filled your tank up a little bit, that should then give you the energy and the desire to want to go and work with your team. And the folks that shouldn't be on your team, just make the tough decision, make the tough call, do what you need to do. The folks that should be there, start investing a little bit more time in them uh, compared to what you would normally invest in them because these are not normal times. And so I think as entrepreneurs, there's a great responsibility that we carry to check in with our team and see where, where they're at and what we can be doing, if anything, and sometimes that means saying nothing, um, to try and help them. And helping them can just give them some space to talk. Helping them can maybe reposition them within your business. Uh, Helping them can mean finding them better tools, better resources. Um, um, So there is a way to recapture the magic. I do believe that. And I think that's one of the greatest aspects of being an entrepreneur is the ability to create something out of nothing, to create value out of nothing by bringing together people and resources to solve a problem that the market has And in these difficult, difficult times, there's like this other layer of emotional stuff and people stuff that exists, but you got to hit it head on because to the extent you choose not to do that, you might just be watching your business slowly atrophy away and you won't know until it's too late that you missed a few intersections where you could have made a left-hand turn and done something different and then you will wish you would have. So that's what's on my mind this week. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm personally dealing with in the business portfolio that I'm responsible for. Uh, I've got all sorts of different folks that that um, that I am um, charged with the task of, of helping and assisting and uh, leading. And to do that, I am learning on the fly in real time that as an entrepreneur, the ability to express some empathy, but really, really invest your time wisely in the people that... Um, want to be on your team, but maybe they've lost their magic, I think it's worth it. And the folks that aren't just, you know, just make the tough call. That's an easy one. So so thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this valuable to some extent or to a great extent. And if you did, please share it or like it or tell someone about it. Because when you do that, you might be surprised by learning that you were able to impact the outcome of a situation that maybe another entrepreneur 
or business owner uh, was in. So thanks again. Reach out to me. I'm on LinkedIn. Pretty, It's probably the best place to find me. Uh, I drop in on Twitter from time to time, but I'm more of a wallflower on Twitter. I do love it, but some days it gets a little bit much for me. But uh, LinkedIn, pretty easy way to find me. Bridgecap.ca is uh, where you'll find Bridge Capital, uh, my business, and uh, our team. So uh, you can you can connect me there. But if there's something I can be doing to help you out as an entrepreneur, give you some direction or listen to myself talk by giving you some feedback, I'd always be happy to do that. So thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.